Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's BudPod173. One one seven three. <clears throat> I am sweaty. Yep, it's a living hell today, an absolute living hell. Let me just adjust this microphone because there is sweat, literally dripping from my face onto the microphone. Absolutely ghastly. Currently, Pierre and I are somehow very heroically surviving through the UK heat wave. Today is the hottest day the UK has ever been in the history of the UK. Ever, ever, ever. The last record-breaking day was uh, 2019. It got up to 38.5 in Cambridge. Um, Yep. And the record was broken today before noon. As we record on Tuesday the 19th of July, it is just getting hotter and hotter with every minute. This is how great Britain is. We are breaking our own record every minute. (laughs) We're gonna we're now we sh- at like four. They've recorded forty point two degrees in Heathrow, and it's only going up, up, up. The key, um, the key as well is, um, if you want to terrify yourselves, listeners, look up wet bulb temperature. Um, wet bulb. Yeah, because the actual temperature isn't the point when it comes to human survival. The point, if you want to know how it feels or will be inside a human body, you need to look up wet bulb temperature. Um. Ugh. And. It's it's worse. It's it's worse than you think if you take that into account. I want to look it up now. Wet bulb. Wet bulb. It's not a gross picture, is it? Wet bulb temperature. Yeah. Oh. Get those bulbs. Get them soaked. Yeah, wet bulbs. The wet bulb temperature is the lowest temperature that can be reached under current ambient conditions by the evaporation of water. So it's like it's it's how it's the temperature you can be when you're trying to stay cool. So a high temperature is is fine in theory if the wet bulb temperature is low. Okay. Because it can be fought against. E.g. like a dry heat is easier to deal with, I think. Um, but if the wet bulb temperature approaches a certain level, you will get hotter and hotter despite trying to cool down. And so there's like no cure, as it were, and you just die. Oh! Yeah. So there is a point where if it gets hot enough, it's just like... That your your body just gets hotter the more it tries to cool down. It's like traps in itself in a sort of death loop. Okay, a positive feedback loop. Yeah, exactly. So um, that that temperature has been reached sometimes in the day in parts of India already, I believe. Death Valley, of course, Sahara Desert, whatever. But um, it's not good. I would say it's bad news. Not to be too controversial. I try to be balanced here on Bud Pod. But I think being cooked to death... Um, is bad. We're anti-murder. We're anti-being cooked to death, Phil. We are. Um, we're anti-humans murdering other humans, and we're uh-huh. anti the sun murdering humans. Exactly. This is the only officially anti-murder podcast, and it's true. It's frankly disgusting that there aren't more. <laughs> it's disgusting. I'd be sweating with fury if I wasn't already sweating with normal things. Um, it's weird that it's so hot, Pierre, because climate change isn't real so (laughs) i don't understand hang on a minute (laughs) yeah i like all the people sort of going like it's just a bit of sun (laughs) and like the most satisfying thing is aussies like australians in australia being like what's the big deal and it's like first of all the big deal is half of your country's on fire every year so you know perfectly well what the big deal is so yeah, don't, because most of your countries are literally uninhabitable already before yeah. global warming. Before global warming, it was too hot to live in the entire middle of the big biscuit you live on. So <laughs> you should also be upset that the bits that are livable are now on fire. Okay. Secondly, very satisfying that the Australians that actually live in the UK are like very sincerely like, nah, nah, mate, it's different here. <laughs> like, no, yeah. all the buildings are made of stone and there's no aircon and it's like wet. The air is wet. 
every everything in the UK is dense and heavy and just holds heat. I got back yeah. last night. I was in Bavaria over the weekend. Oh, Tiro, a little yodel, a little yodel, and some lederhosen. Yeah, it was sehr gut. Sehr gut, yeah. Did you go to, to München? I went to München. Chris aus um, München. I went to München. I went into the like proper, like like postcard yeah. Germany bits. People are wearing lederhosen and just going about their day. I'm not yes. kidding. And everyone drinks beer out of massive one liter steins yes. glasses. Yes. Um, it's just sausages and pork. I ate a pig knuckle. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, please. I a pig knuckle with sauerkraut and. There's a potato dumpling there called the canoodle. You finally had um, a knuckle sandwich. I finally... No, I didn't have any bread, unfortunately. <laughs> <clears throat> but a pig's knuckle is delicious. I mean, yeah. I think when an animal's knuckle is delicious, we are meant to eat it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If you, if, if, if you go, okay, what if we just try and eat only the, the, the bit that we associate with gristle and violence? And you're just like, mmm, then yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pro- probably it's just bored to be food. It's also like a Chinese a Chinese eater's paradise, a pig knuckle, because it's because it's a weird cut. We are already on board. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. cut. Yeah, it's yeah. got f- meat, fat, and cartilage. Ooh, it's nothing like a bit of cartilage. Oh, <laughs> daddy likes cartilage. <laughs> oh. oh. You don't like cartilage? Mmm, a bit of cartilage. I just yes, don't like please. the noise you made. I've learned to love cartilage throughout Adventures Together. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, yes, we eat tendon. Yeah, there's tendon and cartilage. Yeah. <gasps> Mummy like. But anyway, so I was in Bavaria for a weekend. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And it was hot there, but it wasn't this hot. And mm. we got, got back. I got back last night at around midnight. And I entered my bedroom. And things were just hot i touched the radiator it's like what has this been on and it hadn't been on it had just soaked up the heat from the air yeah and was warm my bed was warm the the floor was warm <laughs> it had been hours since the, the sun had set but everything was still warm the, the, it's like a nightmare the uk and it's it's pretty shitty building regulations but like its culture of building is to build on the assumption that at some point the ice age is coming back because <laughs> yeah. people in the UK are obsessed with not being cold, which is why, like, they go on holiday every two weeks to somewhere hot, no matter what time of year it is in the UK. They're obsessed with heat. It's weird. You and I oh, are yeah, anti-heat because we're from hot places. We know that this is what it's like. Um, but it means that every house is built with the idea of, like, well, of course... An Englishman's home is his castle, and on January the seventh, for example, they should just be in uh, fucking snowboard, like little little fucking uh, beach shorts and a, th- a fucking string vest, and that should be enough. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, it is an affront unto the English sense of dignity to have to adjust for the cold, but yeah, but hot, hot's good, no matter how hot. Let's make everything hold in heat. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the housing standards in the UK are so poor that they don't hold in heat during the winter either. They're just designed, as someone on Twitter pointed out, to be damp forever. Oh, no. Just being wrong. No. Wrong indoors. Um, I, my, my place is a new build and has a, frankly, excellent energy rating. So it's yeah. like, I don't know, um, an A or a B or something. And... So I I I don't have to spend anything in the winter really because it, it just ret- I I will cough and that's the house warm for the next hour. Oh yeah, I do my my flat's the same. You could heat it with a fart, yeah, a little burp. <laughs> yeah, that's the day in done. The, so in the winter you're very glad of it, but in the summer you're like, oh my god, can I chip off layers of wall, please? Can I unglaze the windows? Well, someone someone was pointing out the irony of like you know the insulate Britain people who like lie down in front of the trucks and. Because that's how much they want everyone's homes to be insulated. Mm. Well, if this becomes the normal, an insulated home will be worse and require greenhouse gas emitting cooling facilities, e.g., aircon. Yeah, but I guess the problem with British heat waves is I mean, there are many, 
But the problem is that they're, they're, it's really, really hot, but for too short a period of time. And so it, it hasn't hit a point. It feels, I think it still feels to most people like a false economy to spend energy and money on protecting ourselves from the, the, the extreme heat because it's only for a couple of weeks. And well, then the rest of the time. Last year, it was only for a couple of weeks, but we'll see about this year. But remember, 2019, it didn't rain for like 12 weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like this for yeah, three I months, know. four months. It was a, yeah, I think 2019, yeah, 2019 was particular hell, wasn't it? Yeah, man. Uh, and I think it's going to be like that again this year. It's going to just be like, we're going to be hotter than Portugal for just months, which is obscene. And it is, it is pretty appalling. But, but once we get through today, it's at least not going to be so bad. I mean, I can't believe I'm, I'm looking up temperatures like 26 degrees Celsius and thinking, oh, that'll be nice and cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. it's obscene. The, the sweat is beading on my face like I'm, I've got a f I'm, I'm ill. That's how hot it is in this room now. <laughs> it's, when, it's when sweat comes from your open planes of your cheek that you're hot. You know I've, rolled I mean? my t -shirt, I've, I've rolled my t-shirt up to expose my belly. I've just got a white t-shirt strapped around my, my boobs. Yeah. Like Ooh. I'm sat on a porch in Snarlings. <laughs> I, um, my laptop, just by virtue of being on in this temperature, is just screaming. Yes, me too. Mine too. It's so hot. My, it's not even doing anything. And yeah, it's apologies hot. if you can hear that, listeners. If there's, in the background, there's a slight... <sighs> Also, apologies, listeners, if you can hear in the back. Usually, I close my windows for um, so, so there's not too much sound bleed from outside. But today, I ca I literally cannot. See, I've I've window. closed the windows, and I'm gonna. If you hear me faint, that's why. Gluck yeah, we just hear a big gluckunk. Oh no, just a, <laughs> a collapse in a fart. Um, oh, yeah, so there's God. children playing outside. Demon children. Only demon children can be playing in this heat. Yeah, what are they? I mean, what the fuck are they playing? French Foreign Legion. <laughs> They're just running around screaming. Christ. Oh God. Um, I have a. I have a. They plug. might not be screaming out of fun. I have I a plug for the. They're just screaming because their feet are touching tarmac. Yeah. <laughs> um, the real a real life game of the floor is lava. Uh, for children today. Yeah. Um, I have something to plug, Phil, for the idea listeners. Oh, yeah. Plug uh, it in them. Thank you for all the listeners who have watched my special Quiet Ones on YouTube. Yes, yes. Um, but this Friday, it is being released as an album by the label 800 Pound Gorilla, an American oh, fantastic. Comedy, uh, comedy label. They make comedy albums and sort of poodle them around the world in their own magical way. 800 Pound Gorilla Records, they're called. Um so I'm going to start tweeting about that uh, soon, and then the, the release is on Friday, e.g. Um, three days from the release. What, di what date would that be, for God's sake? It will be the 22nd, the 22nd of July. The album's coming out, so I'd be very much obliged if you guys could, um, could RT it or like the Instagram post I put on my Instagram or whatever else. It would make me look like a real big shot to the good folks at 800 Pound Gorilla. And it'll be on Spotify and stuff, so you can actually listen to it now without having to do i don't know if you've ever done this phil having to have youtube open on your phone but you can't shut the screen because it stops the youtube yeah i really wish they'd sort that out a nightmare but no longer listeners no longer you can listen from friday on uh your streaming audio blah blah of choice um and uh and thank you to everyone listening who has um i don't know if you saw phil but last night i did my tweet oh yeah you're uh your McDonald's apple pie tweet. Yes, every year, on the hottest night of the year, Pierre will do his tweet. The tweet. <laughs> they say, each it, year, on the hottest night of the year, <laughs> Pierre will come to your house and do his tweet. Yeah. Yeah. He'll climb in through the window you've left open, you've left open for a breeze, and he'll do, he'll do his tweet at you. In this weather, it is left open. <laughs> um... Yeah, it always it always does really well every year. The tweet people seem to forget or be retweeting it out of a sense of meta sort of irony, which I I don't care which it is. I appreciate both. Um, 
I appreciate a repeated tweet that isn't just retweeted from before, but retyped out again and tweeted again. Yes, and um, it's. I think it's. I think the tweet has been going as a tradition for at least four or five years now. Like so definitely I'm, a long I'm time. I'm literally blowing onto myself to cool my belly. <laughs> uh, why these kids are so noisy? These kids. I hope people cannot hear these kids screaming too much. I can hear them through cannot, the phone. Oh Jesus! I cannot close these windows. I can hear them through the phone, but it lends. It lends a sort of um, summertime ambiance, I dare say. Um, oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy also uh, this Saturday and oh god was that water no I'm just trying to move the window around so that maybe uh, I can uh, also this Saturday uh, and next Saturday I will be on Absolute Radio's uh, Saturday morning breakfast show with Frank Skinner and Emily Dean um, so if you want a little extra dose of me in your life you've already listened to the Bud Pod and the Patreon episode then I'll be on the radio on Saturday having a chucklesome time in between actual music instead of the insane uh, jingles that we buy. So you can enjoy that. Um, marvelous, marvelous. Marvelous. Anything you want to plug, Phil? Life in general? Um, the laughter of children? Yeah, my life. <laughs> the happiness of children. Yeah. Um, and uh, my book is out in paperback, Side Splitter. So do get this to do get the book. Yes, um, paperback. It's also Science out Blitter. on um, audiobook, Science Splitter, and I'll be at the Edinburgh Fringe on the fifteenth yes. to the twenty-first doing my new stand-up show. So it's not it's not Philly Philly Wang Wang. It's the new show. So if you're on the, the Fringe, do come along. I'm at the Assembly George Square. What's the title of the new show, please? Um, the title in Edinburgh it is called uh, Phil Wang, the real hero, and all this. Nice. Yeah. But I think I will change the title for the tour because the title was was the t- title was um, a work in progress title that I've sort of held on to. But I think I'll change it at some point. I think um, I think people don't realize how early we have to choose our titles. It's 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 easily months mm. before we properly ha- ha- have an idea of what the show is really about or, or have written any of it. So it's quite um, you have to if you want to play it safe, um, you have to pick a very vague title. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, but do come along uh what else what else i think that's it for now yeah but uh but stay tuned you better stay oh, tuned fucking kids Why, what's fun <laughs> about running around screaming i never did this as a child i never this ran child around scream? screaming do you remember the child scream element of where i live the child scream element of where you live yeah five o'clock every day there's just like oh. a, a child screaming and weeping grief <laughs> out of a pram <laughs> Every day at five, <laughs> like fucking Big Ben, I can like tie set my watch by. Just, ah! I have no idea what's wrong with that kid. Every day for years now, it's also well, the kid is like Lisa Simpson. He's not getting any older. It seems that now my neighborhood observes child scream as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're in a different scream zone, so your screams are happening now. <laughs> yeah, whereas I'm three scream, early. three hours of screaming ahead of you. <laughs> So, you know, from my point of view, it feels quite surreal and science fiction-y to hear the child screams now instead of at five. <laughs> they could be birds. Very loud. Yeah, they're really horrible. I, <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate screaming. I hate children scream. I hate adults who scream. I hate, I hate teenagers who are, like, out and about and they're excited and the boys bully the girls and the girls scream yeah. but in a way that invites more teasing. I... I I, yeah. I hate them, all of them. I hate yes. them. Be quiet. Yes. Be quiet. I was so quiet when I was young. <laughs> I've always been so quiet. I polluted so little noise into our world. So little. My noise footprint is tiny. Why can't other people? Why can't other people be like me? This is the main problem in my life. Yeah. Why can't other people be more like me? Well, this I I have this same thought, but except with noise, it's um keeping hold of your litter till you find a bin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was the, especially growing up in Malaysia, growing up in the developing world. Yeah, litter is so bad. Yeah, just keep it in your pocket till you find a bin. It's not a big deal. Figure it yeah. out. It's not hard. It feels good. The just idea, the idea of just letting some litter kind of plop from your hand into just the world, is 
as insane to me as the idea of just stripping off completely and then just getting on with my day in public. <laughs> it's as insane to me. Mm, it is bonkers. It's, you know, um, not it, the heat is making us sound old, but we are old now and kids are too loud. <laughs> I've always found kids too loud. Even when I was a kid, I'd be walking around and people, they'd be playing tag or whatever and running around screaming and I'd just be in the corner, <laughs> just rubbing my temples like that. <sighs> You're shaking your fist saying, have some goddamn pride. <laughs> Act your goddamn ages. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, as if the heat wave on its own wasn't horrific enough, we are also getting to the end point of the Tory leadership contest. It's true. It's time to completely undemocratically find out who is basically the elected dictator of the country. And I never thought that I'd, we'd find ourselves as a country in a position of being quite probably on the brink of our first ever non-white prime minister. Yeah. And there isn't a shred of a celebratory atmosphere about it. <laughs> <laughs> no one is excited about it at all. Isn't that I, funny? I just saw today that um, Kemi uh, uh, Bedenoch has been endorsed by Britain first. Yeah, it's a brave new world. Kemi Bedenoch is now, um, she's the only black candidate and is sort of the right wing of the party's favorite. What yeah. is going on? I don't understand life anymore, Pierre. <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance that we'll have a non-white uh, uh, prime minister and a very good chance that another female prime minister, the third one, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think a caretaker role aside for someone at some point, I think maybe... Some someone anyway, but doesn't matter. The point is, as you say, not celebrated because of the fact that it's it's on the right. Um, I don't know how far the U.S. is from that, from just having like uh, someone from a sort of uh, double minority background or double discriminated against background just being in charge of like machine guns for everyone, <laughs> and then people having to go. Yeah. Well, I suppose they've worked very hard to be at the top of their field, offering everyone guns. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah but this is a thing i read recently in a, a nice piece um about how a very good piece about how the real force between behind <clears throat> the future of christianity in the uk is african black african yes and yeah. there's a good uh and and uh like conservative christian so you know anti-lgbt and all this sort of thing anti-abortion good line in, mm -hmm. and there's a good line in it that said uh diverse does not mean progressive and that's a that's something that we really should keep in mind and the left especially needs to wake up to diverse does not mean progressive yeah you don't want to be like those naive uh sort of student union white students who are like well, wow, all the discriminated groups are, form a sort of natural alliance and get on really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and will naturally and will vote Labour by matter of course. Or, or even if they don't vote Labour, will just generally agree with me because I think that I am on their team. Yeah, <laughs> and that means that they must be on my team. Otherwise, it's unfair. Uh, nope. Anyway, interesting. Um, it most likely, I mean, yeah, it'll most likely be Rishi. Will Will Rishi be our most handsome prime well, minister? Well, Phil, there's a lot of polling coming out, uh, 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 coming in that once it's down to two, Rishi loses. Really? To yeah. to who? To every ca every other candidate is polling better than him when it's down to between Rishi and someone else. Polling with the membership. Uh, some um, some straw poll stuff with the Tory membership and YouGov uh, weighted polls just came out today saying that. Oh, so he's a lot more popular in the party than in the um, in the membership. Is that right? In the PLP, as it were. Uh, not even really. It's just because like he's he's good, but like all the people who could be winning against him are split so far. So he's benefiting from the split, and also that's true. That's true. Remember that the Boris is the only front runner uh, since like the sixties who's ever actually won. Normally, the front runner doesn't yeah. win. They get knifed to bits by everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why, like, Jacob Rees-Mogg is going, Rishi is a socialist. 
and everyone's going, <laughs> oh, no, he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely very left wing, isn't he? The Tory chancellor, Rishi Sunak. <laughs> yeah. The, what's um, what's funny is that Rishi's counter argument, Chancellor. Yeah, well, Rishi's counter argument is to be like, "Yes, I gave everyone money to help save their lives during the pandemic, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to be nice. I wanted to cut them to the bone." And, I, and that he's having to like make that argument really sincerely in public in order to appeal to the one hundred thousand pensioners who are going to choose the next dictator. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. I mean, at this point, as long as it's not trust, I won't <laughs> put my head in the oven. She she is someone who, even when speaking directly to the camera and looking into my eyes, I feel like she's looking at a pla- somewhere about a mile behind my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She somehow manages to f- feel like she's looking over your shoulder, wh- even when she's looking directly in your eye. Yeah, and not only that, the, what she's looking over your shoulder at is the person who she's distracting you from who's going to hit you with a club. <laughs> There's menace in there, um, and she's a proper nut. Uh, yeah, sure. But she's in with a decent shot. Oh, God, she's in with a decent shot. What's going <laughs> to fucking happen? It's going to be pouring. I think Bryce is going to come back. He started talking about the deep state in one of his speeches today. Wow, really? He's going, yeah. that, he's, going, he's going down that route. Yeah, he might go full full nut nut. Maybe he'll become a, oh. a, a crazy populist. I mean, what's even his more video so. of him? What's his video of him in a fighter jet that came? Yeah, out he just yet? he, you know, it's um, it's the last week of term. Uh, <laughs> it's Mufti Day. Is he? Is he going Mufti Day? <laughs> For Mufti Day, he came as a fighter pilot. Um, and because he's prime minister, they let it. That means that you can actually go in one. And um. <laughs> He's just broadly decided that uh, it's summer, last week of term, and as a reward for being such a good boy, um, <laughs> he's allowed to go in a fighter jet and give a thumbs up. Yeah, bizarre. Really, really weird. Really embarrassing stuff. Really embarrassing stuff. Really I peculiar. just, ugh. I mean, you know, they, they cancelled the other debate. There was going to supposed to be another debate today. Uh, a debate for the, between the leadership the contenders. Yeah. Yeah. Why did well, they like, cancel it? Because of the heat? No, Sunak and Trust just went, we don't want to. Oh, well, fair enough. Yeah, they just went, yeah, we don't want to. It's, uh, it's probably just like worse. They deplatformed uh, worse. themselves. They deplatformed themselves. Hypocritical. We'll cancel culture. Not <laughs> People are canceling themselves out here, people. <laughs> cancel uh, culture's got I'm so gonna, bad. I'm going to try and reconfigure my Windows situation one more time to try and minimize the noise. Just right. I can't believe that two candidates for elected dictator in the UK, just as a description of the level of power the Prime Minister has versus the US President within their own system, I can't believe two candidates turned the gun on themselves and cancelled themselves, deplatformed themselves. Very sad. What is the world coming to? Um, in other news, my uh, large, billowing, white, red nose day t-shirt I'm wearing to try and stay cool. Looks uh. like I have gone swimming with my t-shirt on because I'm ashamed of my man boobies. <laughs> That's how fucking hot and sweaty. It's genuinely like I can see my chest hair through it. It's so hot. Pierre has come dressed as the fat kid in PE. It's That, <laughs> that was me, by the way, as well. <laughs> in days like today, we are all that child. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I've changed. I've I've opened up the further window to minimize noise, hopefully, and just pulled the curtain down on my window. Ooh. Just try to keep this light out. Yeah, Can't I wish I'd it. shut the curtain in this room. As it is, I've I've let the sun turn the window of this room into the window of an oven that I live in. Um, <laughs> oh God! I think we are getting through the worst of it now, though. We've got another hour of the worst of it, and then it's it will start to come down. Yeah, we're recording in, in at the, the pinnacle, which may have been an error, but such is life. We wanted you to hear this live from the front lines of the climate war. Um, Pierre and I are essentially recording this podcast at this hour to sort of hold each other's hands through <laughs> yeah. th- th- through the burning hour, as it will as it will be called in the future. Yes, yes, uh, yes. That would be good dystopian sci-fi, you know. You know, like one of those sci-fis where it's sort of like uh, they've had to change the name slightly to make it seem a bit more futuristic. 
Yeah. So instead of like someone being called Robert, they're called like, you know, Rodit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking Rodit. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like someone's mum being like, Rodit, come back That's from. That's also. Yeah. That's also out of the Game of Thrones playbook. Yes, yeah, yeah. People called Sleuven <laughs> and stuff. Just really pathetic. Or um, just Joffrey instead of Jeffrey. Yes, which which <laughs> is also like uh, an American's mispronunciation of how we spell the word Jeffrey, the name Jeffrey. Oh, right. Joff- Geoffrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Geoffrey? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some, some like mum leaning out of like a space house like uh the kind of house um from uh star wars that luke skywalker lives in just a sort of deserty looking house Rodert, come back before the burning hour <laughs> i will mom and he goes away on his little hover boots we we basically now have live in the purge once a year we have the purge but it's it's from the sun the sun has a purge now and it's <laughs> yeah. on a day in july and you yeah. don't know until about a week beforehand that the sun purge is coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sun is no longer the cheerful baby's head from Teletubbies. It's a furious <laughs> ex-con. <laughs> the sun now has Danny Trejo's face. You know the babies, the, the, the Teletubby sun baby went to my school in Bath. Really? Yeah, yeah. That was, she was the celeb on campus. She? In like, she, yeah. Well, she, well, well. What a world. How typical. Pierre has assumed the sun is a man. Just because it's called the sun. You didn't think a female baby could be the sun. Well, <laughs> shame on you. And was she cool? Pierre doesn't, Pierre doesn't think that women can be made up primarily of hydrogen. Nope. What a pig. <laughs> I don't oh, I think th- just just because she has a vagina, she can't she can't create helium out of f- nuclear fusion. For shame! <laughs> this is why we need more women in STEM. Because <laughs> then they'll crack cold fusion and be creating suns. Uh, yeah. Um, well, oh, we should probably get to some. Uh, yeah. We correspondence should pe- we should peel open some sopping wet letters from under our tits it's the hottest correspondence of the year <laughs> hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the most hot correspondence of the year. The envelope glue is melting because the day is so sweltering. Nice. I'd like a cool beer. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Sing to me. <laughs> Sing to me. <laughs> oh boy, I have so many cold beers in the fridge ready for tonight. I'm cool. I'm. I've, I've just put in a, a lovely vino verde into the fridge. Ooh. Ooh. Daddy's going to like that. Oh, it's slightly Daddy carbonated like by it. nature. Mm, yum, 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 yum. Um, so Sam gets in touch. Sam. Yeah. Um d- uh Sam hot damn. It's damn hot. <sighs> it's damn hot, Sam. Oh boy. 
Uh, subject line, a whole heap of shit. It's quite a long email. It's good. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Yeah. Um, Sam says, dear Lord Plop and Grand Moff Turdkin. <laughs> uh, I wonder who's you. Which one do you want to be? I'll be Grand Mo- Grand Moth. M O double F from Star Wars. Grand Moth Turdkin. Okay, I'll take that. I quite like Lord Plop, so this has worked out quite well. Good, good, good. Um, thank you so much for your podcast. It's a regular delight to me and my wife. My wife, lovely, yeah. thrilled that you are married. <laughs> um. I have not had huge success recommending your podcast, but I soldier on regardless. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. A surprising victory was a colleague at work when I was trying to convince her to get her student son to listen. She had to go herself and was delighted. (laughs) Yes. Hey, Marie, I hear your student son is looking for a new podcast. (laughs) Might I recommend the stinky boys of Bud Pod? Hey, Marie, your kids at college, you like shitting and turds and uh, highbrow references and so forth? Why don't you turn them on to these two crazy guys? Well, what if I want to listen myself? (laughs) She has hands on her hips, cigarette hanging out of her lips. Hair curlers in her hair. Yeah. If it's good enough for the goddamn boy. Like, she's very, (laughs) she loves him, but she's very hard on him. Anyway. Yeah. Tough love. When explaining the podcast, I tried several taglines. And he says, this is in the Adam Buxton radio DJ voice, this first one. So that's yeah. good. It's two guys talking shit. Literally. <laughs> Adam Buxton lives in my head rent-free. And I'll never <laughs> evict him. Uh, Bud Pod, it's just shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see why these haven't been too effective. Bud Pod, yeah. it's turds all the way down. Yeah. Yep. Nice reference, hard sell. Um, I see all of these on like oldie style posters. Like, yeah. po- like 60s posters. Yes, I see them next to the winking boy from Fallout. Yes, yes. That sort of thing. Um, God, I can feel my t shirt clinging to my boobies. Anyway. Um, in other news, my wife found this piece of garbled nonsense and wanted to share. Okay. Good. Uh, and when having... Uh... Oh, where did she find it? Oh, he, maybe he means the attachments. Yes, hmm. okay, he means the attachments. So, um, so hashtag Tokyo 2020, hashtag start your impossible. <laughs> I hate it. Blah. Blah. Start your impossible. Start your impossible. Makes me feel sad and angry at the same time. Yeah. And the book. Start your impossible. Start your impossibles, everyone. Um, And you found a book called Koji Alchemy Rediscovering the Magic of Mold Based Fermentation. (laughs) Really annoyed. Discovering the magic. The magic. The magic. Um, Annoyed about that because we now can't release the book. uh, uh, Koji Alchemy Rediscovering the Magic of Jerking Off. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Um, and so, that, yeah, he says he saw that when having a delicious tasting menu in Farringdon, uh, I was taken aback by this volume that must have been written by an acolyte of the Bum Bum Life. Farringdon. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple of excellent restaurants in Farringdon. A real culinary hotspot in London. Anyone who's ever going to visit, make a note. St. Um, St. John? Is that where that is? Yeah. Yeah, some good stuff. Uh, Finally, Sam says a story that my wife has never heard. (gasps) A Bud Pod exclusive. (gasps) A Bud Pod marital disclosure. (laughs) Uh, A a story my wife has never heard. Not a poo story, more a a poo prelude. Okay. A prepude. A prepude. As a teenager, I was part of a youth group that had an annual weekend away to help the socially awkward, brace-wearing, and often unwashed teens Okay. to remain firmly socially awkward. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This is like a getaway or like a camp or something? Yeah, a weekend away. Weekend away. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
So as a, teen- as a teenager, I was part of a youth group that had an annual weekend away to help the socially awkward, brace-wearing, and often unwashed teens remain firmly socially awkward. And, of course, I fancied the pants of a large number of the opposite sex within the group. Of course, of course. Yes. Halcyon days. Yes. Yes, the real uh, Tommy gun in a mob-owned bar approach to who you fancy. Um, on this fateful weekend my bowels betrayed me after the very first day I had hot noxious fumes creeping from my anus at regular intervals noxious fumes um, a very influential saxophonist of the of the 60s jazz movement in New York oh yes noxious fumes yes Mm. Uh, yeah he he was French by birth (laughs) Um, yes, but yes. it was a very conservative um, country family in France and he moved to New York to make his name yeah and had to hide his aristocratic roots it would have really have undermined his position as a sort of starving artist but um, <laughs> um, so he's got the, he's got the terrible hot hot emissions we've all been there <laughs> the hot, yeah. oh not just for me and the hot emissions <laughs> <laughs> oh they took they took the state by storm um, he says, uh, "I can only describe the smell as dangereux." Dangereux, dangerous. Yes, dangerous. Oh. The very definition of silent but deadly. Mm. There seemed to be no mm. rhyme, reason, or rumbly tummy to provide any sort of warning as to when the pungent pestilence might be emitted. Wow! So this is at random. Instant stuff. Instant yeah. fart. Instant fart. Instafart. Um, this made any interaction a nail-biting thrill ride of horror. Oh, yeah. Because he's Gosh. on the weekend away with all the, the, the other awkward brace-wearing unwashed ladies. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And at any moment, your body could betray you. At any moment, just a little... <sighs> <laughs> horrible devil's breath. <laughs> He says, I had managed most of the day by casually heading outside or to a corner and generally keeping away from people. Like <laughs> a normal teenager. You know, just talking to <laughs> talking to the girls. Um, yeah, so I think my favorite member of S Club 7 would have to be Brett. Ah, excuse me, ladies. And he just walks out, <laughs> very calmly just walks out of the room. And they <laughs> just see just... him through the window outside, just stand in the corner like that. Just yeah, he's miming, he's making a smoking motion with his hands, but it's to his uh, anus. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just tapping it like like into an ashtray just yeah just tapping his ass yeah 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 and somehow manages to grind his uh boot heel into it <laughs> to really put it out just bending his leg backwards and just crushing his own anus with his heel yeah yeah <laughs> 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 yeah and, he's, oh, and, he, and as he comes back inside he puts both his hands up like he's surrendering he just goes I'm trying to quit <laughs> I'm trying to quit I'm down to one a day um, so so he casually heads outside or to a corner and generally keeps away from people like a normal teenager however when evening struck the leader of the weekend declared there would be a viewing of the Lord of the Rings that all must oh, attend oh no <gasps> yeah famously long famously long um and exciting yeah um so he says staring down the barrel of three hours in a reasonably close proximity to actual people i devised a strategy to find some way through the ordeal i would <laughs> sit alone at the back and be the person to gather further snacks or drinks for people ah. nice yes the farting Perfect. butler <laughs> You've heard of a dumb waiter. Well, now it's time to meet the farting butler. <laughs> the bum waiter. The bum waiter. So he's a little farting Jeeves over here. Um I would be alone yes, uh, allowing me to get out of my seat as necessary and expel the demonic breath where none might accidentally wander into the cloud. Mm-hmm. Very yep. good. Really good stuff from a teenager as well. Smart. Upload your farts to the cloud. That's <laughs> I mentally twiddled my imaginary moustache at the clever plan. <laughs> yeah. I was immediately thwarted. 
<laughs> that was I, quick. I, I hate being thwarted immediately. Yeah, I don't mind being thwarted eventually, but yeah. not immediately. Have some chase to it. Um, I was immediately thwarted. One of the girls whose pants I'd fancied off decided to sit at the back, blocking my retreat. No. Mm. No. Yeah. Madam, please. Madam, please. There was nothing to be done but clench. <laughs> and clench I did. I have no memory of any conversation that took place before the film started. I can only imagine I came across as an idiot. <laughs> About a third of the way through the film, disaster struck. Oh no. Mm. Have they left the Shire yet? <laughs> They'll have just left the Shire. This the next step is the, the next fart is the furthest away I've farted from the Shire, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> So he says, uh, a third of the way through the film, Disaster Struck, my clenchers did nothing to withhold the cascade. Oh, no. Mm. The girl reacted. I began to babble apologies. The noise of our oh. discussion... Yeah, Please. No, I'm sorry. Are you... Are you... No, please. Let me explain. No, I can explain. You don't understand. No, like, please. Like when someone in a... Julie, uh, please. <laughs> when someone in the X-Men accidentally exposes that they have a mutant power. No, please. <laughs> I... Yeah, he farts like when Cyclops takes his glasses off. Just, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I no. <laughs> You're a monster. A monster. <laughs> just this very traumatic. So the, he says the girl reacted. I began to babble apologies. The noise of our discussion <laughs> roused the attention of the leader, who felt they had to intervene. <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah, literally. So the leader goes, what's going on here? What the? Oh, whoa. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Is it weird that in my head the leader's dressed like an American park ranger? (laughs) Like green green uniform tie, smoky bear hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's holding his nose. Whoa, what the? Whoa, what is going on? Oh, my God. Code Brown, Code Brown. What is that? Uh, Sam says, I died. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Horrible. He says, in my panic, I did what all four-year-olds learn to do. Four-year-olds? All four-year-olds learn to do. I blamed the closest person to me. Uh, It was her, I uttered. Oh, no way. (gasps) What a twist. What a twist. What a twist. It was her. Oh, wow. She's the witch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, that's playing hard to get. And then there's blaming her for the your fart. For your evil, evil devil breath fart. It was her, I uttered. Of course, no one took any notice of the accusation. And all eyes turned to me. There were <laughs> sniggers. The girl moved seat. That's such a limp attempt at shifting the blame. Yeah. It was her. <laughs> Terrible. And you're the only one not like choking on the smell either, so. <laughs> such a funny person to pin it on. The one person you're trying to impress. Yeah. Immediate betrayal. <laughs> Um, the leader felt it was their duty to sit through the rest of the film with me out of pity I would have preferred death oh god death over pity Um, my brother who was there as well still cries with laughter at my social demise it is funny it is good stuff the shock and horror of it meant I don't remember the rest of the weekend and if there was a cathartic poo that followed such misery I'd like to think there was (laughs) Brutal. Yeah, if I was his brother, I'd be dining out on that for years. Oh, God, yeah. Fart betrayal. Fart betrayal. Oh, yeah. Um, This is a whole heap of shit I thought I'd cram into one missive. I fully expect a solid, okay, thank you, Koji Sam. Okay, thank you, Sam. Marvelous. Okay, thank you, Sam. Really great stuff. Really lovely. Why, Why did God deign to make man his his horniest and his stinkiest in the same years of life. Are you quoting Paradise you know I mean? Lost? 
<laughs> I, think that's, I think that's a Milton quote. <laughs> Why must man be the stinkiest and the horniest at once? It's yeah. true, though. You're a teenager and you want to impress girls so much, but you're always stinky. Also, women have a naturally better sense of smell, apparently, like on average. Oh, no. You tell yeah. me that now. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a terrible combination. We should have a better sense of smell so we can stop ourselves being stinky before anyone else notices. But apparently not. Apparently we're just walking around doop, 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 just immune. Oh, Terrible. No. I guess we, because we've always been smellier, we have a higher tolerance. We've built a higher tolerance. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smell terrible today because I, I can't emphasize enough how much it looks like I've been swimming. God, it feels awful. Well, well, we're going to go into the, uh, the secret swimming pool um, the the VIP swimming pool now of the yep. Patreon bonus pod. The Patreon plunge uh, pool. If we survive till then. Oh, God, yeah. Um, all the best to you guys. Hope you are surviving. The Have survived the heat wave at this point. Yeah. Cheers, and, guys. Um, thank you for listening. Don't forget the plugs, the album on Friday. That would be very nice of you. Okay, thank you. I just I just realized any plug we make on this pod, pod, podcast should be called a, a butt plug. Of course it should. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so from time to time, listeners, you might hear some butt plugs from us. Uh, <laughs> please do come to the shows and the things yeah. that we've butt plugged. Yeah, don't let don't let the butt plug stop you coming. That's what people say. <laughs> um, until next week, or until the bonus pod. Goodbye and stay cool. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.